Yeah, he was a savage. Right? Paul was not one to be played with. <laughs> Everybody. <laughs> Hey y'all, it's Ashley and Shantavia, aka Shay, and this is Obedience Podcast. We want to welcome you to the last part of our Flip the Switch series. But before we get into this episode, we do want to start this show off with a prayer. All right, let's bow your heads. Father God, we just want to thank you. Thank you so much for today. Thank you for this moment and opportunity to just come before you, come before your presence with exceeding joy. We just want to thank you, first of all, Lord God, just for being you. <laughs> thank you, God, for being the God, the same God, yesterday, today, and forevermore. We thank you so much for this Flip the Switch series. We thank you for giving it to us. We pray, Lord God, that it went out and it go continue to goes out into the multitudes and to encourage your people through your word to first learn who they are in you to learn more about holy spirit and to accept holy spirit and to you know to discern holy spirit and to listen and to utilize the holy spirit as the gift and rent cycle that it is we thank you lord god that we can be transformed by you by the knowing of you we thank you for this episode, and we just pray, Lord God, that you give us the words to say, to minister to your people. We thank you that it goes out and that it blesses our hearts, and you know our listeners just open up their hearts and their ears to be able to hear from you, Lord God. We thank you, and we thank you, we thank you, we thank you. It is in the mighty name of Jesus, Lord God, that we bless you, and we just honor your name. Amen. Amen. So thank you, Ashley, for that awesome prayer. And before we get into the episode, I do want to go ahead and give you guys a little overview of what this series has been. So we are in our Flip the Switch series, and this is the last episode of that series. We have done three videos prior to this one. The first one, we talked about who you are. It's important to know who you are before you even get up the energy to go and flip that switch, okay? And then in the second one, we talked about our power, my power. We talked about our power. So the thing that gives us the power, which is Holy Spirit. So we went into detail on who Holy Spirit is, who qualifies for it, and the benefits of Holy Spirit. And then in our last episode, episode three, we talked about powering up. So we gave you the details of all the weapons, the full armor that God has given us. We talked about utilizing all of those weapons and why we have to fight and the result of the fight. So in this episode, we are going to talk about activating. And so Ashley's going to give you a little bit more information on what this episode is going to be about. All right. That is right. So let's get activated. So in doing so, we want to let you guys know that we must be transformed by the renewing of our minds. So in doing so, our anchor scripture for this episode will be Romans 12 and 2. So in chapter 12, Paul pretty much gives us a responsibility. He pretty much puts the ball in our court and he instructs us to, you know, live our lives as a living sacrifice. And that is the true way to worship God. 
So why do you ask? It's because that Jesus Christ made the ultimate sacrifice by dying on the cross for us. So why not do the same? Why shouldn't we not do the same? And to, you know, give our lives as a sacrifice for the truth, ultimate sacrifice that he's given us already. So which leads us to our anchor scripture in verse two. So Romans 12 and two in the NLT reads, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good and pleasing and perfect. So during this episode, we'll break the scripture down into three parts. So the first part will be what we should do. And that's cool. We're going to do that in comparing cultural versus Bible. Okay. And then in the second part, we'll discuss what we should do. And that's what we need to do to be transformed. And then the third part, we'll discuss why should we even be transformed? So in the first section, we're going to talk about the culture versus Bible. And we're going to talk about the A portion of that scripture where it says, do not conform to the pattern of this world. So let's get into part one. When I first read the scripture, just thinking about the transforming, I know a lot of times in elementary school, we, we learn about metamorphosis, like that transformation that a butterfly has to go through to, you know, be, become a full adult. Mm-hmm. So I thought about that. So we can use that in, as an example to be transformed. So just want to start off with the definition first. It's the process of transformation from an immature form to an adult form in two or more distinct stages. As far as like the process goes, when everything, something has to be laid, it has to be a laid egg somewhere for something to give birth. So it comes with the, the adult butterfly lays an egg. And then from there, a caterpillar is born. So the job of the caterpillar is to eat, eat, eat. Mm-hmm. Um, and just eat and grow and to, get, to begin to just shed off some of the skin that they have. So that's the job of the caterpillar. The next stage is a chrysalis. That is the actual transformation stage um, where the caterpillar goes into a pupillar. That's that pulp that they go into. Mm-hmm. And the beginning stage of, of where they form into the adult butterfly. The final stage is going to be the adult butterfly. So this is when the adult forms its colored and wings. And its job is to lay eggs and to continue the cycle. So just going back to the text and just kind of comparing and contrasting that in a bit, you know, we can't go, you know, live our lives and expect to reap the benefits and to perform the job as a butterfly where we're only like an egg or a caterpillar mm-hmm. or that pulp and stuff like that. But we have to go through the transformation phase and the shedding of that old nature to be that beautiful butterfly. You know, a lot of times we think of like those moments of, oh, why do I have to go through this? Why do I have to do this? It's for a reason. You're shedding off that old nature so that you can form into that beautiful butterfly that God has created you to be and predestined you Mm -hmm. to be at the beginning. Like once you get into the knowledge and you get into the knowing about Christ and, you know, you begin to shed out that old nature and you begin to learn his truths that he's, he's given you and also the truth that he told you who you are in Christ. For me personally, I went through that caterpillar stage 
And, you know, I began to just thirst and eat and eat. Like the caterpillar, his job is to continue to just eat and to shed off that skin. So I was going through that caterpillar phase, you know, you began just so wanting to desire and to need the the presence of God and to get into his word and you begin to just thirst for that. And then that's where you can go through the phase of, you know, getting in that in that shell and just wanting nothing but his presence and then growing into the beautiful butterfly. Um, and then that's where you can lay other eggs. And, and that in the spiritual sense, it's more of so like discipleship that you can begin to tell people about Christ. Like I couldn't be on here just as an egg. <laughs> I had to learn something. I had to go through some things. And, you know, we continue to go through things. But I guess this podcast is so special that even though you go through things, you can still encourage people. Yeah. Um, you can still in, encourage those eggs and lay eggs, you know, and just, you know, continue to just build up the kingdom of God at the end of the day. Come on, lay eggs. I love that analogy. That's like a, just like a fly. Whatever I land on, I'm laying eggs. Surely is though, but we have to use a fly. <laughs> so, do not conform to the pattern of this world. When I read that scripture, I automatically thought of a puzzle. I've been doing puzzles lately since I've been on my little fast. And they are so soothing, y'all. But, you know, one thing I did realize while we're doing puzzles is you cannot change the shape of your puzzle piece. You cannot force that puzzle piece into place. You have to find the correct puzzle piece that's already pre-made, like we are predestined. Hello. So we can't transform ourselves to fit into the puzzle of the world. We just need to go into and fit into our spot, the, the spot that God created for us. We need to fit into our specific spot. Also, I had like another take on this scripture as well, because, you know, a lot of us know this scripture, you know, that's what they tell us, especially growing up in church. They always told you, you are not of the world. You're just in it. So when the scripture tells us, do not conform to the pattern of this world, it's just telling us that we are set apart from the things of this world. Like we are all born into sin when we're first born. And when we choose to accept Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior, we do have to go through this transformation process to actually purify us. Just going back to the red cycle from our second episode, just going back to that, we do have to have Holy Spirit to work within us and clean us up. But we do have to go through a transformation process to get out of the pattern of this world because we are all born into this world. That's true. So as you're going through that process, I think it's really important just to remember, just don't change yourself. Like once you declare, hey, Jesus Christ is my Lord and Savior and you're out. And this this is the only example I can think of. And you're out with friends and they ask you to do drugs you know that that's not what God would want you to do. So don't transform your beliefs, your faith, your obedience to God just to fit in with that specific group at that time. So going back to my example about the butterfly, you know, going through those stages of being transformed. In comparison, I think of the world as, you know, just being bound in that, in that pulp, that chrysalis. So it's hard to see yourself in bondage and you think you know, that's just the way of life and that's how it's going to be. But when you're introduced to something new, you'll be like, oh, 
that's something different. That's, you know, I'm free in that. I can have joy. I can have peace in that. I can have an everlasting a love that new mercies every day. What you talking about? Let me give you some of that. <laughs> Let me be transformed to that. And we have the ability to spread our wings and fly just like the butterfly. So the Bible even talks about an eagle, that we mount up our wings as eagles and we fly over different situations. When trouble comes in our life, we just like an eagle does, um, it, it, soar, it goes over the clouds. When trouble comes into our lives, you know, we don't have to go through and sit through and be like, oh, woe is me. But no, we can mount up as eagles and we can fly and we can soar over the situation because we have a savior. We have a, a God that sits in heaven and looks down on us. And you know that he has all things from his glorious riches that we can call upon him um, and be saved and be safe in those moments. So, and then we have a savior that we can, we can renew our thoughts to. You know, we don't have to live like all oh, depressed and stuff, but no, let me flip my switch. Yeah. You know, greater is he that is in me than he that is in this world. So let me pull from a power source that's greater than me. We cannot do this with our own power, our own flesh. Let me tell you from experience, you got to have something spiritual above you because every time this flesh is going to hit you, yeah. <laughs> you're going to be running this one thing that I wanted to point out too is you can be a Christian and take away worldly things out of your life, but still be conforming to the world. That makes sense. So let me give y'all some examples. You can stop worshiping false idols. You know, so you can stop listening to Beyonce music or you can stop listening to Meg the Stallion. You can stop listening to all those people, but you can still be putting your pastor in the place of God. So you're still worshiping a false idol. Another example I have is being stubborn slash selfish. So in this world, stubbornness and selfishness runs rampant, right? But as Christians, we're, we're supposed to be giving, we're supposed to be loving, right? So you can sow into the church, sow into homeless people, sow into little children. But if you're stubborn at home, you're still stubborn. So I just wanted to make the point that being a Christian isn't, isn't like a stage play where you just dress up on Sundays or you dress up on your Bible studies. Or, you know, whenever you're out there in the world, like being a Christian is 100% all the time. It's not a stage play. It's a lifestyle change. And so the characteristics that we're supposed to have as Christians, we should have it inside the church and outside the church. Inside your home and outside your home. I can agree with that because like when you said that, it made me think of the scripture, Matthew 15 and 8. These people honor me with their lips, but their hearts are far from me. So you can be doing the work. You can be giving food to the homeless. You can give millions, millions of dollars. Sure, you're doing the work of the Lord, but your heart is far from me. And you're worshiping, like Shay said, you're worshiping false idols. And you're putting people and also your good deeds in the place of God. Yeah. When you don't even know him, you don't have a relationship with him. You don't even know him. Mm-hmm. You're like, who is that? I ain't talked to her forever. She ain't, she ain't <laughs> called my phone in a while. 
<laughs> so that does lead us to our next part is how do you be transformed by God's word and what we should do to be transformed? So part B of the scripture in the NIV version says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. So that just brings us back to episode two, where we talked about how Holy Spirit is our constant rent cycle. So being renewed is a process that's done by Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is what re-educates us. It's what redirects us to where it's not just a temporary fix for us. It's more of a permanent fix for us with Holy Spirit. Now, I do want to just point you out, like when you're first going through this process, um, you are going to have setbacks. Uh, just don't give up, you know, like it's, it's, it's a constant rent cycle. So he's never going to stop trying to clean you up. Um, you may get yourself a little bit dirty, just hop back in that cycle. He got you. You know, like I said in our lives, keep that water on because the bill is already paid in full through Jesus Christ. I wanted to do a little, you know, by, you know, I like my Bible child. I like my little history. Romans was written by Paul. If y'all don't know, I'm going through all of Paul's letters in chronological order right now. So I haven't gotten to Romans yet, but I'm very excited to get to it. But since I've been reading through his letters, I did know that Paul himself was renewed. So Paul grew up a Jew, you know, and he was he was one of those faithful Jews. Like he believed in all of the law. He abided by all of the laws. But he literally had an encounter with Jesus Christ on the road of Damascus. And that's where his life was transformed, right? So even God transformed Paul, the writer of these scriptures, who's telling us to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. He's not saying that just to say it. He's saying that because he lived it. Paul was transformed himself. He used to he used to condemn Christians. He used to persecute them with no mercy at all. He persecuted Christians and then all of a sudden he is on fire for Christ. He can do it. Holy Spirit can literally renew and transform your mind. You just have to let him do it. Paul was a straight up savage. I know my Bible talked about like the same fury that he had against Christians when he was a Jew. He transformed that fury and had the same kind of fear for Christ. Like mm-hmm. y'all get into Galatians. He was he was tearing them people up. <laughs> them letters was like spankings. Mm-hmm. But he was on fire for him. And just to know his transformation process is just so beautiful. And it just, it means so much to me just to be like, okay, he's not just saying this. He lived it. He is giving you pure example, you know, like when we be like, walk by faith, not by sight, whatever, whatever. But when you got a story behind it, you know that this person walked by faith and not by sight. You like, well, Ashley did it. So I know I can do it, you know? You know, and I also wanted to discuss, you know, just point out that this is a journey. And it looks different for everyone. So just because Shay goes left and I go right doesn't mean that I can end up in the same, I can't end up in the same spot that she was. With the interstate and the service road, mm-hmm. like you're, you're going to end up at the same place. You're just taking different routes. Yeah. 
And even if it takes you longer, you're going to get there. <laughs> Just continue to keep your eyes on the road and get there. <laughs> no matter where you go, there's a set amount of miles, there's a set amount of steps that you take to get to the ultimate destination. But no matter the route, no matter how long it takes you to get there, you get there <laughs> and you get there to do whatever you need to do so no matter the route that you take no matter how long it takes you to get there just know that you continue to as long as you continue to just take that step mile by mile step by step you will get there you will get to the ultimate goal you will get to the ultimate promise <laughs> the ultimate experience of jesus christ just continue to follow god's way and his direction but I did want to share, share with you guys some transforming moments that I did allow Holy Spirit into me to change me. Because, you know, like Ashley said, we still go through stuff on a daily basis. Still working. Still a work in progress. Hallelujah. Um, but <laughs> one of the first things I wrote down is just because this is why we, we're even here. He renewed my mind on reading slash understanding the Bible. I know when I was younger, I was just like, I can't understand this. What is this talking about? But during my process of getting closer to him, the Holy Spirit made me look at the Bible as a story, like, like a history book, because I love history. So when I would read the Bible, I would literally see the things that were happening, just like I would do a fiction book. And that made me want to know more. I wanted to understand every single word. I wanted to know the background of every single story. And so that's why sometimes you guys will see me get deep into stuff and be like, what? How do you even get that? But I just have to for my mind. Another thing is, you know, with being a Christian, you won't have a life. I know a lot of the times I was like, yeah, when I turn 35, I'm going to turn my life over to Christ. I'm going to walk the straight path. But right now I'm young. I got a life to live. Got to go. Um, and I just, I'm like, I'm gonna have as much fun as I can. And then, you know, when I settle down with my children, we're going to go start going to church every single Sunday. And then I'll fit into this mode of American living. But he renewed my mind on that. He, he showed me that, Hey, this Christian walk is fun. Like you've been missing out all those years that you wasted your time. You've been missing out on this life. So he transformed my mind on that. And then just to throw another funny one in here, since we're getting close to um, the month of love, he changed my mind on multi-dating and why it wasn't for me. Point out, it wasn't for me. I'm not saying it's not for you. It just it just wasn't for me. Y'all will hear more about that in our upcoming series. But go ahead, Ashley. You can give you examples. One thing that I had to renew my mind of is the end of last year, God had told me, you know, this word for uh, that I need to focus on discipline. I was just like, man, I don't want to discipline, you know, the, the word discipline came about maybe October, November. And since then, he's been uh, disciplining me in, you know, finances and stuff. And then also a spiritual discipline, because sometimes you do get kind of off track and your focus isn't as it should be. And um, there are times that I would wake up and not go into his word or just be like, Thank you, Lord, for waking me up and, you know, I'll give you this day and not be sincere about it. As I continue to, you know, grow discipline in that area, that's where he's able to, you know, just commune with you and to tell you different things and to just stay connected with him. He's just not disciplining you for anything. You know, it's going to serve a purpose. 
of course, the word says he disciplines those who he loves, but it's to develop us. He wants to grow you in the area. You know, in this walk, we're always going to be constantly growing. There's ne- I don't think there's never a phase where, you know, well, yep, I'm, com- I'm complete and I know everything. There's always an area where you can grow. Um, and if you ever get to that place of like, I don't need to learn no more. I don't need to read no more. Don't get pride. That's where pride comes in. Um, and that's definitely not a fruit of the spirit. I think you're always going to be transforming. You're always going to be developing. You're always going to be growing. Um, and that's what he wants us to do. We talked about not conforming to the world. We talked about the process. But now we're going to talk about why should we even transform? Like, what's the point? Reading the C portion of that scripture. It says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. So just going up a few scriptures to Romans 12 and 1, it says, therefore, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. This is your true and proper worship. If you are thankful for God, if you love God, if he has been better to you than you will ever be to yourself or your parent will ever be to you, if you truly love God, the best way to worship him is to be a living sacrifice for him by sacrificing your desires, Mm -hmm. your needs to his will, his needs for your life. So if we go back to Ashley's example, when she would wake up in the morning, her needs was, okay, let me get up, get my coffee, get to work, you know? But his needs for her, I need you to spend a little bit of time with me before you start your day. So she's sacrificing her needs for his needs. And then with our will, Every single day, we die to our flesh. And so we're just obeying him. We're obeying his word. We're obeying his commandments. We're obeying where he told us to go, where he told us not to go. That is sacrificing yourself to follow what he had planned for you predestined. And so, period. That's why we should transform so we can worship the God who created us, who gave us life the guy who came down in human form and died on the cross for us to all of our sins so we could be free. So that is the true worship is to die every single day to our will and our desires just to walk in his will and his desires. I think about when Jesus was in the garden of Gethsemane, how he was just like crying because he did not want to get up on that cross. He did not want to do it, but he was just like, your will, Lord, not mine. Yeah, that is true worship right there. And that is why we should be transformed to just thank God and to praise him. Yeah. So the question is, why not? (laughs) Why won't you? I mean, he does get, like you said, he's given us a life. He's given us Jesus. So the question is, why not? Why not give praise to God? It's a choice to, you know, why not choose to praise him? So why not worship a God that gives you all of these promises and wants your life to be 
so great and so rich and satisfying. So why not? Why not? Okay, so I do have a few reasons that I did write down. These are not all of the reasons why you should be transformed. So starting with number one, it does discuss it in that C part of the scripture that you will learn to know God's will for you um, while you're here on this earth. We all do have a different will for our lives. So number two is to find your identity in Christ. Um, and you can read 2 Corinthians 5 and 21. The third one is that you will find purpose in God. You know, we all do have a purpose here on this earth. And a lot of that can be according to, you know, like our gifts and talents that he's given us. How do we need to utilize that in a way that God purposed me to do so? And the last and final one, and my favorite, is you get to experience God fully, his love, his joy, his peace, and everything. And to be adopted as a child of God, you know, when we're born into this world, we are his creation. But when we receive Christ as our Savior, that's when we come adopted into the sonship of Christ Jesus. So, But I did want to give you all a prayer to pray. Um, I have been definitely incorporating prayer scriptures into my life. So I did want to find a scripture for you all to pray if you are working on walking in God's will and purpose for your life. Just continue to pray this prayer until you realize what his will is for your life. So it is in Psalm 143 verse 10. It says, teach me to do your will for you are my God. May your good spirit lead me on a level ground. So that's just asking God to restore your priorities, to lead you and show you the will he has for your life. So just pray that prayer every single day until your will is revealed to you. And one thing about God is when you ask, he will answer. You know, God does desire a relationship with us, like you said. And, you know, sin did separate us from, you know, our relationship with God. but Christ, he did send his son, Christ Jesus, to die on the cross for us so that we can have a direct relationship with him. Um, so that's why it's so important to accept Christ, because that's where we can get into relationship with God and get into the Holy Spirit and to commune with him on a daily basis. And, you know, like you said, he does answer us. Um, and now we do have that connection. But it's through Jesus Christ that we do have that connection. And the first step is just accepting Christ as our Savior. So we do want to give you that opportunity to do so on today. No matter what you're doing, just stop for a second and just receive Christ as your Savior right now. So if you would like to accept Jesus Christ as your Savior, just repeat this short prayer after us. Lord Jesus, I know without you, I am lost. Today, I make the decision to make you the Lord of my life. I receive you today as my savior and I give you the throne of my heart. Thank you for delivering me and dying on the cross for my sins. Amen. Amen. All right. So it is just that simple. You guys are now kingdom citizens. Congratulations. Be sure to stay connected and to go to a Bible teaching church. If you cannot find one in your area, we always include our church's live stream in the description box. So be sure to check us out every Sunday at 1030 
a.m. Central Standard Time, and then every first Thursday at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time for Bible studies. That's right. So be sure to comment down below. Hmm, we want to know one of your transformation moments. We want to know. Let us know. Yes. And then go ahead and hit that like button and then subscribe to our channel. And then be sure to hit that bell notification so you are notified every single time that we post. And then remember to share with five friends. Five is the minimum, but not the max. So go ahead and share this video, girl. That's right. And while you're doing it, be sure to follow us on all social media platforms. It's right on the screen for you. So we've made it easy for you. And while you're there, be sure to check out our Obedience Life Group on our Facebook page. You can become a member right now. Yes, be sure to do that. And then if you do have any prayer requests, please let us know. Send those prayer requests to obediencepodcast at gmail.com so we can always be in agreement with you all. I just want to say, I really enjoyed this series. You know, a lot of times we expect God to do everything. We expect him to do the exceedingly abundantly above what we can ask or even think. And we ain't did nothing, child. We just wait. Not a thing. Not a thing. You just be like, okay, I'm just waiting on the Lord. God waiting on you. <laughs> and don't get me wrong, I want to go back. He can do, of course, we know, we already know that he can do the exceedingly abundantly above. We've seen him to do it time and time again, but we got to get up and do some things as well. We, you know, we got to activate the word. We just can't be reading it. We got to put it to use and put use to Holy Spirit. So we got to utilize the gifts that he's given us and activate the power in those times where we're feeling down. We just interviewed the minister, Lakeisha um, Collins, and she, she shared some moments and some great tips. So be sure to check her out as well. Um, but yeah, I, I can say that I, I really enjoyed the series. I've definitely had to flip the switch throughout this entire series. Yes, yeah. I'm like, I'm glad the series is over. Now the devil can leave me alone. <laughs> but I, I just believe that somebody was helped through this because the <laughs> things that we don't, yeah. It was definitely not, he was definitely trying to get us not to have this, uh, this series, but we're going to continue to push forward and prevail. And this series may be over, but I mean, we still on his neck. The next series is still going to deny his lies, deny his power. So stay on me. Like, like we said in our third episode, power up, you know, stay on ready. We're going to help you with that box. I'm working on it, but I stay on ready though. <laughs> I do want to remind you guys that we did interview King James Jr. last Tuesday. He told us about his transformation process from just being a regular high school student into this amazing mom minister. If you have not checked out that interview, be sure to go ahead and click that link above. We thought it was really important to interview people who actively flip that switch. And I think that we have had three amazing interviews and we just thank God for those people and letting them be available in the word that each one of them has given us. 
All right, but that is all that we have for you. This has been an amazing series, and we thank you all for watching every single episode because we know some of you guys out there watch every single episode. Um, a little bonus comment. Comment down below and tell us what was your favorite episode of this series. I love them all. I'm not even going to choose, but just let us know which one was your favorite, and then let us know what you learned from this series. Mm-hmm. But yeah, until next time, be on the lookout for our brand new series. We're not going to tell you what it is, but we will have a free printable. So be on the lookout for that video next Saturday. That's right. So until next time, as always, be, be obedient. obedient. We'll see you guys in our next series.